0: Welcome back to another episode of Making Sales Social Live, where today we're going to talk about ABM prospecting on LinkedIn.
1: Welcome to Making Sales Social Live, as we share LinkedIn and social selling training strategies and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bill McCormick, Bren Tillman, and me, Bob Woods, every week. Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show.
0: What, what is, is ABM, ABM? Right? Why don't you let me know a little <laughs> bit about what ABM is and how we can use that for prospecting on LinkedIn? Yeah,
2: I, you know, ABM in the traditional sales world is account-based marketing. Typically, this is a sales rep or sales reps are given specific accounts, 10, 20, 30 accounts. That is solely what they're responsible for. And every day they're doing deep dives and trying to build relationships inside of those accounts. It's also typically supported by marketing so that content is created for their ideal prospects. The interesting thing about ABM is a sales rep never has to go to find new accounts. They have you know, their list and that's their whole universe. We at Social Sales Link realized that there's, this is a great methodology to dive deep inside accounts, but a lot of companies don't have the width and, and breadth of marketing and sales coming together to go after kind of whale hunting, right? So we talk about account centric sales, ACS, which means that as a sales rep or entrepreneur or business owner or anyone that's responsible for business development, we'll build a list of ideal companies but they're not solely their prospects they can go beyond that but they have their top 10 or 20 that they really want to get in front of and that list is a little bit more flexible that if for example someone in their network go, gets a new job at a company that they want to be in you can just add them to your list there's no set list necessarily linkedin is in our opinion the most powerful tool to really optimize whether you are ABM or you are ACS to prospect and to find all the right people. So Bob, talk about how do we use a LinkedIn company page with the ABM or ACS methodology?
1: So right now, um, no one can see it out there, but I'm looking at a, um, a, a company page right now for a company that's local to me, but yet people uh, will probably have heard of it at some point in time, Lexmark. So I'm, I'm on their page and there's obviously all kinds of information on here about that. One of the couple of the main areas that you're going to want to look at are where it says, you know, Jan, I've got Chana and eight other connections work here. I click on that and I see if they've moved, moved up in the company or that type of thing. And then I can also click on their shared connections to immediately see if there's anyone. Who is in a position that that I want to start building a, a relationship with so that we really get the whole ACS process moving. And actually, there's several and there's several in here that, that I like. I
2: love that you did like a real-time, like, hey, I'm looking at this. So let's like kind of bring that together. That's brilliant. We can yep. identify in a company page all of the people that are stakeholders in this account, right? Like Bob yep. was saying, it's so smart. You go in, you identify who are the titles of the people that I want to engage with and what is my relationship with them? So, you know, in Bob's example, it's I've got these first degree connections. I've got these second degree connections and I can build out a little map of how do I identify the pathways into all of those buyers? Yep, exactly. Yeah. And then
1: so then you can go and I'm not going to get too granular, but but just to give everybody a real basic idea uh, there, there's another link that has total employee count there. You can click into that and then you could just simply click into all filters and there is just a treasure trove of filters there in the free LinkedIn account that you could use to really start honing in on at least the titles, especially if you use the title field and keywords and just go to town from there.
0: I love this. This is actually when, when I started working with my wife and w- was looking for new clients for our business. This is how I use LinkedIn. I would identify, I had a certain a certain client profile who people in marketing, and I would find them and I would add them to a list. And then I would work through that list and use that list for my, my research. In a social selling sense, when you have that list, now you can start looking for, okay, so So Bob is the director of marketing and that's who I sell to and I'm not connected to him, but Bryn may be a referral partner or maybe she works in the company and she's not a decision maker, but I'm connected to her. So you can start looking for these connections. So now Bryn is my pathway in to to Bob. So what I can do is ask Bryn, hey, I, I see you work with Bob. Can you make an introduction or do I have permission to drop your name that you and I maybe worked together before or we know each other from from this? This is where you can start using this information. What makes LinkedIn so great is that this is all self-populating information. So your company may uh, use something like a Zoom info or or something like that where you're getting information about companies and it lists this out. The problem is, is you have to wait for those companies to update that information with LinkedIn. It all happens as, as it happens, right? When somebody changes companies or changes positions, they change their LinkedIn profile and you're Mm -hmm. able to see that. One of the great things you can do is take inventory of your connections within a company and find out who has someone changed. Have they gotten a, a uh, promotion where you can now reach out and, and start a conversation. You can also take a look at their LinkedIn company page, right? So Mm -hmm. when you're doing ABM ACS, the LinkedIn company page is gold and start looking to see what new initiatives are they working on? What awards have they won? What events or webinars are they having that you can help promote that? You can it's really great if they've won an award for something to grab that that piece of content and share it with people within the organization, because oftentimes what we find is that people within an organization don't see their own press. And so when you reach out and say, um, hey, Bob, I noticed that Social Sales Link was awarded the top social selling training company in the world. So, but, but you can do that. You share that content and people are like, wow. And even if they knew it, even if they saw that, it's like, oh, Bill was thinking of me. And it, and it yeah, puts yeah. you on their, on their radar. So LinkedIn company pages are great for ABM and, and ACS. And if you use Sales Navigator, I'm just going on a little rabbit trail here. Yep. You use Sales Navigator, it's even powered even more because you can actually buy or map right in Sales Navigator and figure mm-hmm. out, okay, who are your top tier connections, who are your second tier, who are your third tier tier, and you can you can stay in touch with them that way and keep that map right there in Sales Navigator. You know, I'm a paper and pen kind of guy. I make lists. That's what I do. I'm also a whiteboard guy. I've got a huge whiteboard here that I'll write stuff down on. But if we can keep it right all in LinkedIn and in sales navigator, it it makes it so much easier.
2: So I love that. I'm going to actually talk a little bit for a moment from the ACS perspective, which is how do we find accounts that we want to add to our portfolio? Right. So who, who, how do we build our list of whales? So, One of the things we recommend is go back to your best customers, the ones that you want more of, and really kind of map them out. Who did you talk to inside that organization? What was happening inside of that organization when they brought you in? Uh, What challenges were they facing? And how did you solve that? And what was the journey through that? A lot of that will, first of all, start to help you create content that will attract Mm -hmm. more of the right people. So keep that in mind. But number two, we take this, you know, client persona, and whether you're using the free LinkedIn or, as Bill said, even better, the the Sales Navigator, we can build look-alike prospects. Maybe we start, you know, filtering with the industry, the size of the company, which is more in the Sales Navigator piece versus the free. Um, but we, you know, we take those those filters and we start to identify accounts that meet that criteria. Now, the other way to go after it is maybe you're selling into the VP of marketing, director of marketing, or the chief revenue officer. Those may be titles that you've now identified. Go in and search those titles with whatever industry or other filters are appropriate and click on the second degree relationship filter. This allows you to see who meets that criteria that I have a shared connection with. That could be a really good way to start building a list. Start with your social proximity. Build a list around who is in your network. So we've got some folks. So Mark Hunter, one of our favorite sales experts, (laughs) account-centric selling. Love it. Well, we love you, Mark. And we have Rich, our buddy Rich, happy to catch the LinkedIn guru's drop knowledge. Tyler, something super helpful I've been doing is sorting filters in Sales Navigator to focus on team link, we'll explain that in a second, and Mm -hmm. second-degree connections for my account. It's a game-changer. So Sales Navigator, when purchased at an enterprise level allows you to to see who in your organization is connected to your ideal prospect, even if you're not connected to them. The bigger the organization, the more powerful this can actually be. So Tyler, thank you for this. It really is powerful because anyone inside of your organization, even if they've never met you, is connected to the growth of your company. And so they're happy to make uh, introductions into their targeted market into your targeted market when they know them. So super helpful. And Rich again, indeed, it's powerful to acknowledge when clients or prospects are in the news. Not too many people do that. I scour the business section of the newspaper. I used to do that in the business journals. If you just Google and click on the news tab, Google their name, it's all there. So, you know, it's it's incredible the the value that's at our fingertips. So I love that. So, you know, we really talked a lot about ABM slash ACS, which we've coined ACS, um, really uh, believe that more people are going to focus on account centric selling versus account based marketing, um, especially the, the salespeople that don't have that marketing support. But either way, we have found that it is absolutely essential uh, to socially surround some of these bigger organizations, because it can take, you know, this, depending on your your solution, the sales cycle can be long, uh, and you want to make sure that you are on the radar and providing value to all of these stakeholders.
0: And one of the things, and we've talked about this in previous episodes. Is when you're looking at a company page like Bob had talked about, looking and, and searching and filtering through the employees, it gives you the opportunity to connect with more than one person. Because what we know is on average, about 20% of the workforce changes jobs in a given year. That number has probably gone up in the current climate. Undoubtedly that we're in yes. now. And so if you're only connected to your one decision maker, then you're one move away from being just a commodity, to just being just like everyone else. Because no matter what your your track record is with that one person that you're connected with, if they go away, you're starting over with everyone else just like your competition is who's trying to get in the door. So the more people that you're connected to in looking in an account-centered or account-based marketing way, The more people within that organization that you're connected to, that you've had conversations with, whether they be in person or on the phone or via social, the better chance that they know who you are, they know the value you bring to that organization, how you serve that organization. So when one person leaves, the person who takes their place, whether it's someone that gets promoted, they know you. Or if it's somebody that comes in from the outside and says, okay, so who do we use for our... XYZ software. Who's that vendor? And they have six or seven people that say, oh, it's Brent Tillman in social sales. Like they're the ones, they're the go-to. You don't want to go anywhere else. And the more buy-in you have for more people, the more secure you'll be. Because one of the things we know, and we teach this, the best chance for change in an organization is when there's a change in the leadership. And so you want to make sure you solidify yourself so that you have more champions and you have more people advocating for you within the organization. So there's not even a thought like we're going to go with we're going to go with someone else.
2: Yeah, I think that that is absolutely vital. And, um, you know, we talked about an account centric sales for a minute that, you know, there could be triggers that create new opportunities. Mm -hmm. One of them, to Bill's point, is a new, you know, someone has a new position or a new job. So you see in a notification that. You know, a, a stakeholder is now at a new job and that gives us two opportunities. Mm-hmm. There's some, you know, we're going to follow them into, you know, the new opportunity because that's a great for change, right? We're, they're open to change. They they're came in to make a difference. So they're open to those conversations. And now there's the the their old position that will be filled with someone new. Mm-hmm. So those are opportunities to bring in potentially a new account into your account centric sales list. So I guess we're going to wrap this up uh, with a little bit of a bow. But, uh, you know, I, I would highly recommend that if you are selling a relatively complex sale or long sales cycle, or you sell into big companies, just start building a list of your top 10. You don't have to go with 100, right? Start with your top 10, go deep and wide, socially surround the organization, bring value to the many different stakeholders uh, and you'll start to see some bigger opportunities pop up over time.
0: Definitely. Thanks once again for for watching us and listening to us here and uh, be sure to tune in next time as we're joining you with Making Sales Social Live. We'll see you next time everyone. Bye-bye.
1: Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.